0: and athleticsconsulting Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach T. Will 24 or Instagram travislwilliams Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 542 Six zero seven. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with JR McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you.
1: show, Coach Byron Rim of the IUPUI Jaguars. Coach Rim, how things going with you guys up there, man? It's going good, man. Thanks thanks for having me, but everything's going good up here. Well, Coach, first of all, I want to ask you, how's your family, your friends, your team, and your staff? I know it's been a tough time with COVID-19 taking over the last three months here. How's it been for you and your staff and your family, man?
2: Yeah, everything's going good. Our staff's been doing a good job of staying quarantined. Uh, uh, Two of the guys actually originally from from indianapolis so they've been at home with their family and one of my other coaches uh he's from kansas but he he's been just staying in the house everybody's been been doing pretty well uh we only have one kid that stayed here during the break uh he didn't want to go home and uh and but my family they're, they're they're in texas right now they're doing well right now also
1: now, Coach, how different has it been this offseason having to deal with COVID 19? You know, a lot of Zoom meetings, probably a lot of Facetime with your players. Uh, how has that been different for you? And also, how has it, how has it helped you in recruiting as well? Because I feel like we're recruiting now. Everybody's on the same playing field to a degree now. You can't just go travel over the place. You got to do it via Zoom and FaceTime on the recruiting side as well, too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Um, our staff did a really good job. They, I mean, they have 2020 20 kids, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two kids already lined up. Uh, who we offered already. So it's kind of like, and I think a lot of Division One coaches are like that. So uh, they don't just go off the hip every year. They they already know who we want this year, next year, and all that stuff. So we've been doing a really good job of talking to, to the guys, especially on Zoom, and talking to people on the phone and stuff like that. So it's, it's been a really good experience. You're You're learning. Um, we're doing, you know, I think everybody's doing a, a better job of keeping in contact with recruits now instead of, you know, flying here, flying here, going this AU event, going this AU event. So uh, it, it's been a, it's been a, a different. I shouldn't say summer. It's been like it's been summer for three months, but it's been a different situation going on right now.
1: Most definitely, and I know. uh getting this job here as an interim head coach here last year and again, again for next year you'll be interim coach how did it feel for you to get back in, into 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 the game being a head coach i know you've been a head coach previous styles, previous a&m of course and you know so i know you also a job description so i know you've been a head coach how did it feel to get back being a head coach i know for me coach i couldn't go back to being a co-host again and like it. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I have to run my own show. So how I feel getting back to run, run your own show again?
2: Yeah, it feels good, especially when you can actually, uh, you know, the guys that are returning. I mean, you got to think about it. We got the number one uh, returning rebound in the country coming back, and we got the number one uh, backcourt scorers in the country coming back next year. And they'll have a year of, of putting in our, our, our stuff, uh, putting in our offense, our defense. Um, guys know know who we are, so it, and a lot of people will be a lot more comfortable this year. And plus, with the added guys that we got coming in next year, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna have a really good season. Um, I think we'll be a lot more comfortable on the floor, um, a, a lot more comfortable, you know, sitting on the sidelines with our players and stuff like that. So I, I really feel that uh, next year is gonna be a really good and a really improved season for our program.
1: And, Coach, you know, uh, what's been the biggest adjustment for you for trying to hold young men accountable when you can't really touch them and see them. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're virtual uh, pretty much. So, uh, I, I know accountability is a big piece of the pie for a college athlete. So, how do you hold those young men accountable then when you can't see them and touch them every day?
2: Yeah, yeah. well, they're doing a good job academically. Um, um, we got some really sad – out academic kids stuff like that so uh, they've been doing a good job of, of going their zoom classes uh, uh, staying connected with our staff uh, we had the team split up into four so each coach had had, uh, had three or four guys um, um, to them so they we kept in contact like that and, and you know we like I said before we have some really good guys that are really responsible and they, they really they really made it easy for us so um, that helps us a lot in, in that situation.
1: And, Coach, I'd like to ask Coach this question. Uh, what would you call the ideal principles you want to have an IUPUI Jaguar to possess? Because i like to hear, like, like, what kind of young man are you looking for? What kind of character integrity do you want those young men to have when they come and join your program?
2: You know, uh, we like the guys that do what they're supposed to do and say what they're going or, or to say. So um, I like those guys that, that come to the table. Um, they do what they're supposed to do. Um, they listen to us. Um, they follow the directions. They go to class on time. They show up to practice on time. They show up to weights on time and they listen. They go into the classroom. They have the hats off They sit in the front. They listen. So you do little stuff like that. Uh, um, it makes life a lot easier for you and makes life a lot easier for us as a coaching staff.
1: Most definitely, and Coach, uh, for, you know, big, a big part of it is team building and chemistry, so what kind of things do you guys do uh, when, it's, when it's a normal situation to kind of build that chemistry and camaraderie and team building, because uh, when you, things get tough in the second half or go you know, to a rough stretch, if you're not together connected, it's going to be hard for a young man, if you're not all on the same page, so how do you guys kind of go about making sure your young men are all connected as one, as just one team and one vision and one mission?
2: Yeah, well- um, well, we do a lot of little team bonding stuff early in the season. Uh, we
1: didn't do it as much last year because we had
2: like a quick turnaround with the coaching staff and stuff like that. So, but what we, what we do, we, we do a lot of stuff. When we we did some stuff last year. Uh, we went into those uh, what what they call those little uh, rooms, um, um, escape rooms. Uh, escape room, yeah. Yeah, we did it, that a couple of times, uh, uh, and 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 we're just around each other a lot and stuff like that. So um, we we keep doing that. Um, um, a lot of a lot of running conditioning together um a lot of uh, we did a lot of little stuff uh you know going to movies and, and and that and type of stuff so um you know for guys you know they they don't mind doing that type of stuff
1: most definitely most definitely coach and also I feel like that, you know it always helps a team for sure and also you know you kind of mentioned conditioning and working out so I want to kind of ask you about that too with COVID-19 I know they can't do it together so I guess the strength coach giving the young men a workout playing for their workout on their own and run and jump and use bands is that how it's going because I'm curious to know about how, how about that because I know strength conditioning is a very key part to a basketball team and being in shape so how's that piece been going so far yeah
2: it's going pretty good now, now the gyms are open up and guys can get to the gyms at they're, they're a lot more comfortable. Um We had guys that worked on their weaknesses. Like um, one of our guys, he, he, you know, he said his weakness is dribbling. So, you know, he did a lot of dribbling outside. Um, he did a lot of videos and sent it to us as, as, as a team. Um, guys that would run, uh, lift weights, a lot of push-ups and stuff like that. So uh, we did that little stuff. I, I know it's not as what we would really do because, you know, you can't get into the gym, they can't get shots up um so a lot of jogging uh, a lot of running um they did all that, that type of stuff but kind of like the minor small stuff that you take for granted that they did uh you know um dribbling passing to the wall um because you know we have some guys that like well i'm just gonna go to the park and shoot and then they go to the park and the hoops were taken down from the park so Um, It was just a tough situation all the way around, but everybody in the country is going through it uh, unless you got your own little private gym at your house. So um, they did that little stuff and, uh, but they, they, they stayed together.
1: And coach, uh, just talking about Indianapolis as a whole coach, uh, as an area, so far, young men from Atlanta or in the south want to come up there. Kind of let them know what Indianapolis offers them if they decide to want to come to your program down the road. Yeah,
2: like I was telling you before, we got one of the best downtown areas there is uh, in the country. I-, I live in LA, Houston, I lived in Georgia, I lived in South Carolina, I lived in Wisconsin, and we have an exciting downtown area. And our school is smack dab in the heart of downtown Indianapolis. So, um, when guys come down here, they fall in love with our city. Um, there's a lot of stuff to do. Uh, it's great weather, especially in the summertime. It's great weather. Um, you know, it gets cold in the wintertime, but in the summertime, in the spring, it's great weather out here. So guys fall in love with it, uh, uh, just being downtown. Um, you know, we got some guys that when they graduate, they don't even want to leave. They, they, they still live in Indianapolis. So uh, we have a great downtown area. Uh, we have a great gym that we play in. We play in an off-site campus in arena downtown to the state fair coliseum so we got some we got some great attributes to our school that uh, uh when you come on a visit uh they want to come inside
1: most definitely. And, Coach, no, I kind of scheduling-wise, I know it's probably been tough this year because I'm, I'm pushing sure to play a guaranteed game, a few of them here and there, man, and I I know probably some of them are probably tiered with COVID or not, COVID, whether you play the game or not. So how tough has been trying to schedule games knowing that, hey, the, the money may not be the same as it usually is each year out there? Those buy games, at least, for sure. Yeah, it,
2: it's pretty tough because we're, we're trying to find – and we're in a division one bed area. So, you know, you, you go right down the street, you got Butler and you go 30 miles up the road. you got, uh, Indiana university, you got Notre Dame. Um, so we got some big time, uh, um, schools in our area. So it, it's kind of hard because we want to try to get games in our area, um, that we don't have to be on the planes and stuff like that. So it's been, it's been pretty tough. Uh, uh, a lot of teams in our conference, uh, you know, contracts are being changed right now. Uh, a game that might be $90,000 might turn into $60,000. Uh, you know, we also, we got offered offer this year that, okay, you can come to our gym um, and we'll give you 80000 but just in case there's no fans, we'll give you 10000 So we're like, wow, that's a big drop off from 80000 to 15000 but That's some of the stuff that you see in contract right now because of the virus. And a lot lot of schools, mostly all the schools are are affected by this uh, situation.
1: More definitely, obviously, with some assistant coaches in the area here who showed me some of those contracts. I was like, wow, (laughs) I can only shake my head, you know. But uh, and I'm thinking to myself, a certain big school here in Georgia has the money to pay you covid or not but i know what they're doing you know <laughs> i was like i just shook my head you know like okay it, it's messed up how they how they're doing it right now but let's talk, talk about your league is league uh, on the is, is a great league man uh uh you added robert morris to it i know that coach nagy does a good job over there at Wright state or uh, you got a uh, you know, we got Greg Campy up there, the OG up there at Oakland as well. You know, a lot of there, you got got a lot of different guys in there, the, uh, the North Swell with Darren Horn. So let's talk about the league as a whole, man. About the great coaching in the Horizon League and where is the good house going to be going forward, man. Yeah, it's, it's a great league
2: as you can tell. Like you, you, you win twenty, you 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 win twenty games in our league and you do well. I mean, uh, these bigger conferences are snatching our coaches up. So we're in a great league right now, um, great coaches. You got Mike Davis that that came down from me. You know, he was the head coach of Indiana that, that went to the National championships. So we got some great coaches in this league that are, uh, it, it's tough to keep them around because you do a great job and, and, and bigger schools are snatching them up. So we're in that type of league. So um, it, it's very competitive. I mean, we got, you know, we have a guy um, – um youngstown state got guys that actually put their name in the nba draft and stuff like that so uh you know our, our league is, is is up and coming is it, it, is booming right now and uh i i think that the best is yet to come
1: most definitely, and uh, like I said, you and Mike Davis have something in common, being in the SWAC conference. So talk about being a, in, the, in the SWAC conference and talk about how how the SWAC was and the environment being at a HBCU school. I'm, I'm a TSU grad. I went to Tennessee State, so I'm an HBCU grad as well. So how was it to, you know, coach at HBCU school and being in that league, the SWAC, which is a historic league for, for African-Americans? Yeah, yeah.
2: It, 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 uh, you know, it, it's still just basketball, but it's a different – it's a different atmosphere. Um, you know, um, there's a lot more bands that come to the, to the games. Uh, when you have in the swag, there was a lot more bands, but you know, we have some really good support up here in the horizon league. Also, when you, when you step on that floor at, at, at right state at Northern Kentucky, um, it's, it, it's the same atmosphere. So, um, it, it, it's a great environment. I, I think the basketball is a lot better up here in the Horizon League, but it's great basketball down in the SWAC too. And and I think everything is is, is even itself out. But uh, um, you know, but from top to bottom, that Horizon League is it's it's really really tough. Whereas the SWAC, you might have the you know one of the top two teams that are really good. But in Horizon League, one through twelve right now, since we have Robert Morris, are, are, are a really great basketball team.
1: Yeah, because they they have went to the tournament last year of the NEC though. So yeah, the, you know Andy Two does a good job over there, and Robert Morris there. That's when I got that's when I got for you, coach. This uh, who have been some people professionally and personally that has really helped mold you as a, as a man and helped you throughout your career as being a coach here? Yeah, well, my dad. I mean,
2: I start, start from my dad from the beginning. You know, my dad is a is a is a, is a great human being. Uh, um, he graduated from Virginia Tech. He was a cadet. Uh, he was in the Air Force. So he made sure that I I I I, I, I you know, started on the right foot as a young man. And, and, you know, one thing my dad always used to tell me, man, is it, it's it's not just about basketball, you know, it's not about basketball. So he made, he made me, uh, he, he really made me see that, you know, there's more life than just basketball. So, um, I, I have the whole spectrum, but, you know, as basketball coaches, I had, uh, uh, Philip Matthews. That was, uh, uh, really important in my development as a basketball player and, and as a coach. And also, uh, you probably know, uh, uh coach Petaway down to Alabama A and M. Um um, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, he was one of my coaches when I first went to college and stuff and uh he he put a lot of uh a great basketball in me also. So um I had some great role models uh growing up in in my basketball career.
1: Coach Rim, I wish you all the success in the world. I followed you using the SWAG conference there with Prairie Review because I always keep out on the SWAG and the MEAC because just because I want to TSU, of course, like, I got to keep on what all MCU schools are doing. So I definitely want you to have a, a great time at IUP. I hope they keep you there full time, help you knock it out of the park this year, man, and sense it up. Great culture there and keep, be there for years to come, man. All
2: right. Thank you
1: so much. All right. Anytime, have a great one. So, coach, be safe, man. All right. Thank you. All right. Take care. All right. It's Byron Rim on the Boston show. wear me pair of shades and you can't see my eyes unless my head is bent you dig